When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed. And that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Okay, it is the post-match reaction from Manchester City 2, Everton 1. Uh, disappointing day. Carlo Ancelotti's first loss as Everton manager. Um, Mark Mosey's here with me. Um, one of those games that makes you go um, and a bit underwhelming and a bit yeah. disappointing really, wasn't it? Um, just Everton got beat by a good side, but I feel like they didn't really show what they were about today at all. Yeah, I think we we said off the boxing day that there was a couple of games in the Premier League that were quite hard to gauge how well your own team and your own manager were doing. And Burnley at home on that day was one of them. And I think Manchester City away for, for all of the different reasons was is, is definitely one of them as well. It's it's hard to really get a grasp of, of how well your team is doing when the opposite side are so dominant. They are so in possession of the ball consistently that you think at any point coming forward that they are capable of scoring goals against you. Um, I think you need to... If you, if you come away to a team like Manchester City who are possibly one of the best sides that the league's ever seen, you need to be really on your game. You need to have all of your players available for a starting. And <laughs> in the warm-up today. <laughs> we obviously lost Bernard in the warm-up and, and obviously on form as well. And you obviously need to hope that Manchester City haven't got all of their players available and aren't necessarily on form. Um, and the, the fact that we are lining up against a side who have Sergio Aguero, uh, Bernardo and David Silva on the bench, also Raheem Serling coming on late, it, you, you are clearly climbing an uphill. And it, it, it's very much an uphill task. Um, but you're right in that Everton have to at some point show show something in that game. Um, the, the defensive... Rigidity was was there to an extent. Yeah. Um, I know we kind of got away with it a little bit with the with the VAR decision early doors and. But it was 
a couple of yards offside, wasn't it? To be fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, and the penalty decision. Uh, we'll, we'll go on to the the impact of VAR in this game, but the fact that that was even reviewed was a, an enormous <laughs> mystery. But I think what Carlo Ancelotti has done is made sure that we are not coming out of that defeat staring longingly at the league table considering what our future is going yeah. to be in the Premier League I think there, there is a a given level of acceptance of what Ancelotti has done for us in, in his short time here and everything that he, he hopefully will do going forward and the fact that going to the Etihad is not really an accurate gauge of, of any real average football team yeah. in the Premier League and that, and that is unfortunately where Evan are at the moment the, the thing that disappoints me today is that like you know you just look at it like that, that Foden goal is miles offside can't believe the lines but doesn't see it the penalty thing is ridiculous but I think in that first half well annoyed me a little bit was that I, I thought we had the tools going forward to cause them yeah. issues at the back you know Dominic Carvalho and Richardson up front they had, they had a, a young lad and a, a centre midfielder playing centre back today um, and we didn't really there's no point in the game where you're looking at like you know Newcastle obviously not not the same sort of quality but you, you think like Newcastle the times where we had like Carvalho got the ball laid it off we were, we were streaming forward that was like that was like the yeah. you know, the, you know the, the, the ignited us going forward a little bit and there was no point in the game today where we sort of had that we didn't have like lads running forward into space and have like you know Carvalho getting the ball down laying it off it was and I think while the defence did really well in that first half I imagine they probably wouldn't probably quite pissed off with the lads up front because yeah, yeah. you know they were getting the body winning back they were knocking it forward and like nobody was really doing anything it was, it was very much a case of you now Richardson was quite wasteful with his passing Carlin wasn't really in the game you know, we had Sadibi playing right wing you know yeah. uh, Tom Davis playing left midfield it's not really you know not his position at all it was very much a case of he just kept on coming back and coming back and coming back didn't it? I think if you not to totally remove this game from the rest of the Premier League season and totally put in isolation but I think when you do go to the Etihad it is like no other challenge I think if you if you are going to get any form of success we said during the first half today and exactly to reiterate the point that you've just said that you need your outlets to be really on their game and we, we've seen it in recent years and, and in particular someone like Calvert-Lewin who had a particularly impressive game there yeah. a couple of years ago. You're asking, you're asking massive task of someone like him and Richarlison, and to an extent, the midfield players that you mentioned in terms of Davis and Sigurdsson, the main ball players and the main possession possession gainers. That you need to alleviate a little bit of the pressure on your on your back. Well, five as it yeah. was today. Yeah. And if if you consistently ask Manchester City to come at you time and time again, they will eventually pick you off whether it's with the the players that they've originally got or obviously we, we've said the the strength off the bench is it's there to get at you from from 17 minutes onwards they're the worst team in the league to sit back against you know Liverpool are obviously the best yeah. team in the league at the moment but you know they relish in, in the space and when the ball breaks down and you transition when, when you sit back yeah. City put the players to unpick you and um, when you've not got that outlet going forward yeah. it, and, it, and, it, and you know good players like Foden and Gundogan get time on the ball just, just pick 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 all game you got to get get it on the, on the well, if you, point, you yeah. said about how, how we're Everton going to get any form of result at the Etihad you have to transition the ball very very quickly you have to counter very quickly you have to be very clinical in front of goal and you have to be very very resilient at the back 
And I think the main fall down for me today was the fact that we didn't transition and we didn't hold the ball up in key areas at the right time. I think it's all very well and good keeping a side like Manchester City out, but if you can only ever get to the halfway line before the next yeah. relentless wave of pressure, then <laughs> you are you just you just buying time for your side. And as much as it was nice to come in at half time at nil nil and albeit VAR had kind of saved us to a degree there was always that sense that we were just inviting the next wave of pressure on time and time again and it, it's hard you, you, you can't necessarily lay into people like Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison on a day like today because I, I can speak for scraps was it they've had a scraps all day didn't they yeah. all yeah. other 18 Premier League sides who have to go to the Etihad will experience exactly the same and, and as you say the, there's there's no lack of physical battle and we, we all know the levels of fatigue that pretty much every Premier League team has to go through at the moment but I think the gulf at the moment is the fact that Manchester City can bring in players like Phil Foden yeah. for example who you wouldn't necessarily roll off the tongue as being a, a household world class Premier League talent but he is capable of picking out weaknesses in your defence yeah. and I think it's as much as he personally wasn't at the forefront of Manchester City's yeah. win today, I think it, it goes to show the, the strength and depth that they have. But if we are, you know, Bernard, the, the 11 gets injured, Tom Davies has to come in and play our position on the, on the left hand no. side, and all of a sudden it looks like, it, you know, we, we barred very much, you know, second string sides and, you know, patched up 11s like the last few weeks. Maybe got yeah. back got back to like a more normal side against Newcastle, but all of a sudden that one injury, Bernard goes off, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's lads who are central midfielders. You were yeah. struggling with central midfield player on the left hand side, and you know, you're doing a job then, aren't you? You're very much fighting against the tide already, but when that happens, it's even more difficult, isn't it? I think what, you, what you've what you got to do, I mean, if someone had told you in the coming days to this game that we get B2 on the Etihad, then it doesn't really come as a surprise to anyone. Yeah. But I think if you take a step back and look at this a little bit big picture, and, and obviously Ancelotti has bought himself time in terms of points, but what you wanted going into this game was to be able to hold your head up high in terms of what the players put into that and as much as we don't like to throw away games as Everton Football Club and I mean I think if you were to look at what we've learned from the players over the last three games it's the fact that all of the physical endeavour is definitely there Um, it's hard it's it's really really hard to analyse a game against a side who are echelons above 18 we wish it was 19 or their <laughs> other Premier League sides but uh, I think all we wanted today was to to give it a really good account of ourselves and I know that that sounds incredibly defeatist and incredibly poor to say that we didn't really expect any more from it but that is that is the nature of, of the league at think, the moment and the, and the nature of the side I think that it's we one of them against. isn't it where when, when we go into these games like all of us today what are we thinking you know we've got a free hit and it's you know you've been playing really well it's, it, it's fine we, we can go into it and we can, we can do whatever we want but I think sometimes when you go to these free hit games and you lose it's always been a case yeah. of oh, we sort of, sort of expect there's something there and you, you feel like a little bit down whereas in the cold light today yeah. it's like it's fucking you know it's Manchester City away <laughs> it's because the nature of I, I know not necessarily any Premier League game is a free hit but the nature of those style of games is that you can go into them with not necessarily a gung-ho attitude but you're allowed to play with a lot of freedom and when, when we talk about players playing with freedom we think about them in possession 
possession taking risks I don't think that's something that Everton players are particularly good at we we try and play it very very safe but when we inevitably get caught out by their totally superior quality on the ball we kind of scratch our heads and look at ourselves and think well why didn't we why didn't we take that momentum when we necessarily had it and uh, again it's incredibly difficult against Manchester City to do that because as good as they are going forward they're so assured at the back and it almost seems like getting into their final third is a, is a goal in itself really but well that, that was the most frustrating thing about the game today wasn't it you know we, you know, we go 2-0 down you know, we, we, don't, we offer nothing going forward ultimately for those first few minutes and I think we, we get the goal 2-1 and then they essentially keep the ball for 80 yeah. minutes in the, in the game and you know we have, we have Moise Keane has that sort of like overhead kick which is you know uh, one of our mates not the pint on the hand when, when that nearly it's a half chance of best yeah yeah but you know they, they just kept it and kept it and kept it and, you know yeah. you can see our lads at that point were was huggling they, they were chasing it around they were, they were feeling the legs you know they had an absolutely ruthless December and it, it felt like in, in those last 10 minutes where in any other points of the Premier League season where if you go to the down against Man City you get that goal to get it, you get back in the game yeah. you know you pour out into those last 10 minutes and you, yeah. you get corners you, you put pressure on but just look, looking at the 11 lads on the pitch at the end of that game you thought they just not quite got it in there at the moment in terms of the physicality you're talking about a, a team and an idea that Premier League teams should be able to build periods of dominance in, in football games and I just don't you think can't do that against City, can't you? Well, in particular when you've appointed a manager a week and a half ago yeah. I, I, we, we've spoken very much about Ancelotti's influence and what he can bring to this side and the Christmas period is probably the worst period of the season to try and tap into what he is bringing into yeah. the side I, I don't think we'll get a real gauge of that up until five or six weeks into the new year I think when when you're asking the side to even, even though it is a football game on a knife Edge going into the last 15 20 minutes away at the Etihad, you think there has to be a, a level of chemistry between the players to know that they are able to, to push when they're meant to and to be relatively disciplined in the way that we win the ball back. And I, and I know, as you said, Manchester City are capable of keeping the ball for 10 15 minutes at a time and not letting you get a sniff. And it was ridiculous those last 10 minutes, like that's it, it's a measure of a side who was so able at, at something that a lot of Evertonians have spoke about on the back of the Newcastle game was game management and they are the absolute kings of it and that, that's why they win Premier League games that's why they win titles and God forbid we wish they would win more titles but I think it's it's something that the, the team needs to learn over time I think it, watching the last 10 minutes for me was kind of a it, it took me back to to realising what we've got in terms of our players and the fact that we have got so many young players we've got so many players who aren't necessarily capable of digging out the, the style of result that we needed today which was a, a really tough point away at one of the best Premier League sides that we've ever seen you look, you look, at, you look at that from well Federally from 4th the M wasn't it Walcott on the right you've got Moise Keane Dominic Carvalho and Richarlison at the top end of the pitch you know they are all kind of it's, kids it's still so, it's so raw yeah that you, you you will occasionally get amazing moments from those players, but I don't think the the, the chemistry is quite there at the moment, and and the the in game know how. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah, but the in game know how to know how to capitalise on any form of minor weakness, and and that is essentially all you're going to ever get from yeah. Manchester City. But 
as you say, it's it's hard to to really get on anyone's back today because if someone was to to take you back to twenty four hours ago and say that you are going to have a, a narrow defeat away at the Etihad, then I think we'd still look back at Ancelotti's introduction to the football club as, as being a, a relatively successful one. Yeah. Um, last thing, uh, short one today because it's New Year's Day. We're all very knackered. Um, I'm sure you're knackered listening to this. <laughs> Um, Richardson got the goal uh, didn't have his best game today but um, probably time to give the lad a bit of credit he played in the Copa America in the summer started every Premier League game for us for the yeah. season um, has ran his bollocks off week after week after week and was in the right place at the right time again today um, he's becoming a uh, well, he's already a really important player for us but um, in regards to his goal scoring in regards to his all round play he's uh, very much invaluable at the moment isn't he for us yeah I think he he is very much becoming a, as you say a, a focal point as to how this team behaves on the pitch yeah um you, you you quite often have those players whereby if their heads drop, the rest of the team goes, and vice versa. If they're really in it and they, you feel like they're there to the end, then you feel like your team's got a chance right up until the final whistle. Um, I, I think today, and in particular, you mentioned those from four. It, it was a it was a precursor really about how we approach the FA Cup game at the weekend and. If, if you strip away who the opposition is at the weekend, I think it was important that we we took some level of confidence into that game yeah. on the back of what is clearly a very difficult. Just Premier not getting game. blown away, isn't it? Like yeah. you know, you know, they they've got great players, and, and there was a spell there too. You know where you thought we could lose this three or four, and, 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 and yeah. they, they dug in and got the goal, and, and you know, they didn't deserve a point, but they could have got a point ultimately. Yeah. If, if you take away the fact that Liverpool are the opposition at the weekend, I think it, it's very important that the, the last thing that we are realistically fighting for in this Premier League season at the moment is not blown away by a demoralising 4 or 5 nil defeat and that, that, that's not me championing the fact that we've managed to escape with a 2-1 defeat it's clearly very disappointing and, and you're right in that right up until the end every Evertonian thought we were capable of nicking a point today but I think the, the dose of realism does come in and that we wanted to go into that game at the weekend with a relative level of confidence and the fact that we I think every player will be sitting in that, des- that dressing room at the moment knowing that they are capable of getting something out of the weekend and, and that is pretty much all that we asked for, for yeah, today. they could have done better today I don't think that's you know, beyond doubt you know, but we're not slagging them off the effort was there the application was there the tactics were there I mean, it it's, just... it's, so, it's so incredibly difficult to gauge yeah, because yeah. Manchester City basically dictate the the nature of that game they dictate the nature of every Evertonian's thinking coming out of that game because if, if they want to win and if, if they are on their game then Everton don't get a sniff and the fact that they've allowed us that chance and we've we've kind of taken it in terms yeah. of pressing them towards the end but as you say very very difficult against a very good side uh, Derby then on Sunday yeah. Mark's just having a big, big swig of his pint there before he um, answers this question um, I'll, I'll, you know it's it's hard to feel optimistic given our record and given how well they're playing but um, you know 8,000 Evertonians you know, the pressure's very much on the Reds um, I don't know if Klopp will rotate his team or not but you know I wouldn't say we're going there with optimism but certainly a sense of you know we are what we are we've got a good manager we've got good players yeah. feeling good about this team Um it might happen it probably won't happen but it, but it might happen and that, that's a nice thing to think isn't it going there there's a, a level of self-confidence about this side at the moment that quite simply did not exist three to four weeks ago um, there's a 
an assurance about certainly from a supporter point of view about going to places like Anfield that there's at least 11 lads on the football pitch in blue that we can actually get behind now um, no one needs the storytelling to them about how difficult an Everton side going to Anfield is um, there's always a slightly different feeling about FA Cup games I feel I know we had one a few years ago um, you want you want what happens today don't you? you want nil nil at half time don't you that's absolutely yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's, you, that, you are no. you're hoping for yeah Klopp to rest a few plays you're hoping for them to have a slightly off day and you're, you're generally hoping for the whole game to mean a little bit more to what the Everton players than it does to yeah. the Liverpool players and, and don't get me wrong as, as much as we don't want that to be the situation that is quite possible with them challenging for the league title um, so it's up to Everton to uh, so much of these games is about mentality and how you approach the the burden of going to massive sides and getting points away from home when it's been so so long since you've churned out anything positive for your, for your club and your fan base um, it's possible but take a replay I, I probably would <laughs> if you offered me a replay I probably would take it now but and I think in terms of the opportunities that we've had at Anfield over recent years and, and everything that's happened to our football team in, in recent weeks there's a feeling that Ancelotti if anyone is capable of washing away any of the the, the kind of emotional side of going to Anfield yeah. I think that that's been a that's been a burden for Everton for so long and that Jamie Carragher said it himself on Sky Sports and that teams have been beaten in the tunnel before they've even managed to get onto the pitch yeah. and I think that that's something that you would hope that bringing a big name like Ancelotti in is not going to overbear this side and uh, you're essentially as you say you're looking to get into to key moments of the game half time the hour mark to enable your flair players like Richarlison like Bernard if he's fit like Carvalhoen yeah. to impact on the game at, 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 and, and potentially snatch what would be a, a, a massive victory and be historic for us be historic I mean there, yeah. I, I can almost hear the chisels carving out the Carlo Ancelotti statue on Goodison Road if, <laughs> if the unthinkable was to happen but you're right we, we've got to go there and, and do all the things that we wanted from today in terms of being resilient at the back but also playing with a bit of freedom when we go forward more on the ball that, that's yeah. the key isn't it we, do, we don't want to see ball, yeah. we don't want to see an Everton team play with fear and being so hesitant in possession and I think that that's the that's the kind of disheartening thing from today is that when the ball does go into Sigurdsson Carvalhoen Richarlison whoever it may be you want players to have a brashness and an authority on the ball that is almost above themselves and they have yeah. no right to do that but I feel like if you're going to go to places like the Etihad and like to Anfield you need to have that sort of overbearing confidence in order to be able to snatch a result and, and we all hope that that is capable of, of this side on Sunday oh my word yeah if it, if it is capable of this side on Sunday we'll be doing our post-match from the floor of Pop World I imagine <laughs> on Sunday night but you know fingers crossed um, yeah that's been your post-match show for Manchester City 2 Everton won a disappointing day today but we're still staying positive um, you've got to hear more from us over the Christmas period it's patreon.com slash the blue room extra and we'll speak to you again very soon here on your usual feeds What makes for a great vacation? Depends on who you ask. Are you looking to get away or bring everyone together? Do you want to get outside and play or see a play at the plate? Fortunately, however you operate, I'm the destination you've been looking for. The name's Missouri, but you can call me Mo. 
and I have just one question. What's your MO? To find your MO, tap now. Or for information on safe travel, come see me at visitmo.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.